Hi, this is Vernon Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny and Lady Chow Fung, and we're going to be talking about The Tournament, a 1974 film directed by Wong Fung and starring Angela Mao. Uh, before we begin, I just wanted to give a shout-out to ShaolinChamber36.com. They helped us sort of compile a list of potential movies for this month because we were trying to do uh, movies featuring strong female leads. So this film uh, it stars Angela Mao, like I said, and she plays the character Lao Xiaofeng. And Lao Xiaofeng's father brings disgrace upon the Hong Kong Martial Arts Association by participating in a lethal Muay Thai match in Thailand. And after this, tragedy befalls her family, and she must fight in the ring herself to restore her family's reputation. So there's obviously more to the story than that, and we're going to sort of get into it step by step. Uh, but before we begin, what were you, what did you guys think about this movie? I enjoyed it. I thought the fight scenes were, were, um, were really nicely done. Um, yeah, so I think the dub version, um, the, the dubs were a little bit off as, uh, and I, I think the, uh, the names of the characters weren't always very clear either. So we'll probably, you know, see that cropping up during the podcast if people are struggling with naming characters because they, the dub never really referred to them by any particular name. So, um, but otherwise, you know, it's got a nice straightforward plot and yeah, Angela Mao is impressive as always with all, with the choreography and stuff. So yeah, enjoyed it. I also enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a great movie in itself. I love Angela Mao, and I've been enjoying this strong women's month. I like that her character comes in and pretty much saves the day and uh, saves space for her family. I, the quality of the film was a little bit off, uh, like Kenny said, but the movie itself is a good movie. The plot's easy to follow, and the fight scenes are good, and it's nice to see... Um, when characters go to another country and encounter cultural differences there. And, and yeah, and I, I think this is a really solid film. I think it's also like a fight movie for fight fans. Like if you like fighting, you know, you get plenty of it when it does happen in this movie. They do get a, a lot of story in too. Like you'll get sections that are sort of story heavy, but then you'll get like, you know, a relentless sequence of fights. Um, and 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 they're pretty ferocious. So I, I I I and and Sam O Hung I think did a lot of the fight choreography. So it's you know it's the quality is really high. Um, so yeah. So we'll go through the plot. I'm you guys can feel free to sort of speed me along if I'm delaying too much because we don't want to linger too much on each each individual plot beat. But uh, but the movie opens up at this noodle shop. And it looks like the shop owner owes people money. There's also a guy uh, uh, who's who, who's trying to get the the son of the shop owner to participate in some Muay Thai matches in Thailand, and I think he he offers him a, a good sum of money. And the the shop owner uh, basically he ends up oh it's clear by the end of the scene he ends up owing a bunch of money to these gangsters, and they kidnap his daughter and they give him like three days to pay them. Uh, what was it like? Uh, Twenty six hundred dollars in advance was the amount they wanted. I think. Um, yeah, and I think it was. There wasn't so much like they were owed, they were owing protection fees rather than like being in debt for any other mm. reason. It's just like they had to pay a set amount every day. I think it was like fifty a day or whatever. But they increased it, right? Like they increased yeah. the amount. And, that mm -hmm. was... and then they wanted the deposit as well, which is why you know they were. Yeah, so the the, the money was it was was unobtainable for them as a noodle shop, really. And so, uh, and so he goes back to his master, who's Angela Mao's father, and uh, and the and the father 
doesn't want to participate in in the Muay Thai matches. He he won't he won't give his blessing because he doesn't want to bring disgrace on them. He doesn't want to lose terribly, basically. And and the the student says, well, I can go as like you know like a free agent. Like I won't be representing the school. And and the um, and the master's son, played by Carter Wong, uh, convinces him to let them go and fight in Thailand. Sort of it's sort of like an off like they're not technically representing the school, but but everybody knows that they're from the school and everybody knows they represent, you know, uh, the Kung Fu Association. So, you know, they go there and they don't just lose the student whose father owns the noodle shop dies and Carter Wong's character gets the crap beaten out of him. And and these are like decisive just complete losses from the beginning. And so the father comes back and the martial arts association is, is really angry at him over this. And, and, and it, and it, and it's like, and, and this sort of leads us to a very sort of big, uh, sort of dramatic moment in the movie where the, you know, like slowly bit by bit, the father loses all of the things that he's, he's gained through his school. So his daughter's, uh, his daughter's, um, fiance, calls off their 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 upcoming marriage and we're going to get into that because i think people have thoughts on it um the, the his students leave his school and and ever and and in the hong kong association i think I, I think they end up kicking his school out of the association and he he ends up killing himself and so angela mao's character decides to go to thailand to to participate in in the thai boxing with her brother to to help restore the family name um so we, we can get into the stuff in thailand but i think we want to talk about the the build-up in uh in um it, you know with the hong kong uh, martial arts association and the japanese school that sort of tries to take over their uh their their their, their, their school property before they leave um did you guys have any thoughts on this part of the movie i did yeah. was the was the japanese take over kind of a setup from the association telling them basically that you're not going to have a Kung Fu school in our town anymore. So we're just going to let the, send these Japanese over and try to take over the school. Or do I, you think it was a legitimate no, no, takeover? No, no. Yeah, There's I don't think no so. way the martial arts association, like it, it, given how racist um china right. hong kong are against the japanese people in this sort of era there's no way they would cooperate like that um so it was more just like the, Jap the japanese people taking advantage of the fact that this school has fallen down like there are no students the, the master's dead they have nothing going for them and all they have is like a um a daughter and a son who's like sort of trying to protect the last messages of their their their, their self-respect basically is what they thought they were it was going on yeah, my 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 reading of it was that the Japanese school sensed opportunity, and so they were they were just, you know sort of like uh, that was sort of how they were trying. To, the, like if this were another movie, they would have been the school that was encroaching, and there you know like it, it was almost it, it's one of the things about this film that's very noticeable is just how many of these tropes they cram into it. You have like the Japanese school, you have the whole thing with with the Thai boxing, and you also have the infighting in the. Um, in the Hong Kong Martial Arts Association. So, um, but what about the what about the 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 fiance the uh, 
the, the in on the Hong Kong movie database page he just credited as the dumb son but the uh and, and he's the guy who played the uh one of the waiters in Dragon Inn he's kind of you know he kind of played a very similar type of character in that movie the sort of dopey not terribly effective but fairly harmless type of character and somehow he ends up getting you know, uh, betrothed to Angela Mao's character, and and he's the one to call off the marriage because his father is upset about the 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 loss in Thailand. Um, so I know I just oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the it's sort of like the, the weird reversal, of like where 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 you know it's the the guy who's not you know the most handsome uh, in shape <laughs> person is like pulling off the wedding to the heroine like usually it's the way around isn't it you get like the person who you know down on his luck is gets rejected by his fiance and then you know he trains himself up to be a badass and he like wins her heart back or you know um you know, becomes famous and someone who who truly you know loves him for what he is uh, <laughs> gets together with him and then the, the ex-fiance looks looks from a distance and like oh if only i stayed with him and encouraged him instead of ditching him well, and I think, like, they begged her family to make this arrangement because I don't think he was, like, the most, you know, like you're saying, he's not the most desirable guy. You know, like, like if, you know, there, there are many other people in this movie that would make much better uh, partners for her character. And, uh, and so, you know, I think uh, it's it sort of, like, adds insult to injury that this, that this dopey guy is now calling off the wedding. And, and the father, who's really not that much of a piece of work himself, is, is, uh, is also kind of like, you know, the father goes to ask about it, and he starts lecturing his students in front of him about how, you know, martial arts aren't for competition, and, you, and he's basically indirectly, you know, rebuking him, and then he very directly, you know, says, I have no respect for you when, when, when the father presses him. Um, yeah, I thought... I thought that was an odd match to begin with, but then I understand why Angela Mao was all upset because, you know, her fiance's just called it quits. And, you know, it's just because of losing face in the um, Muay Thai match. But really I'm thinking, just let it go. You know, he's not good enough for you anyway. He's obviously probably not a good fighter. And she's better than everybody in the town. You just had that sense about it. So it's just like, don't be too upset. You're not losing very much. No, and I mean, we don't see him fight at all, I think. But I think we can all pretty much glean that he's not a good fighter. Like, he does not convey any any sense that he, he he's he's good at fighting. Um, but uh, what what did you guys think of the, 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 the father hanging himself and the scene leading up to that where he's got this... He's sort of at his desk and he's imagining all of the people from the martial arts association shouting at him and he he kind of like loses it. And then he, uh, you know, his daughter finds him the next day. Expected, the, but sad. Yeah, there's like it's one of those things of Asian culture, which I don't really like is the concept of face and how they treat it more important than their own life. Like obviously it's a scene in this case, you know, when, when he has lost the face of him himself, his martial arts, um, yeah, his, his academy, they call it academy or whatever, his club. And, and then, you know, it's just like he has, like, he has nothing left, but then he's got like a, a son and daughter he could look after. And it's like he couldn't, you know, start start building up from it. But because he, you know, he, he went through a bit of disgrace, he had to, uh, he couldn't, 
stay is is basically what I don't know. It's one of those things where I have a bit of a personal opinion against that sort of thing, but I'm a bit biased. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this movie does deal with face. Face is definitely like a. Uh, the whole movie is about it i think like from you know i mean that's that's why she's fighting so uh so you know it's it's definitely uh, you know topic worth worth discussing um now the uh what now in terms of how that scene was shot because i because I, I agree it was expected i don't think it was like any you know there's nothing groundbreaking about the the plot developments but something about the way that was shot i kind of liked like the 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 sort of the the way they had like the the dreamy image of, the, of like the whole association shouting at him and then him kind of melodramatically pleading with his arms outstretched. It just, to me, it was very effective, even if it was, uh, you know, it was a little bit heavy handed. Yeah. You definitely got the sense that he lost all his marbles at that point that, you know, it was go- went down pretty, pretty fast for him and he wasn't going to recover just from the way that the scenes were shot. Like, kind of the the heads on the people or the faces kind of look larger than the body from the camera angle, which made the dream sense look so real, like they were standing in front of him. But yeah. you knew he wasn't going to recover from it. But it was very effective. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, and we've got to, and, and it's worth pointing out, like the Martial Arts Association, including Samuel Hung, Hung's character, were pretty terrible to him when he came back. Like, like his, the student died. Nobody really even comments on the death of the student. They're telling it like one guy says you should kill yourself. Uh, you know, they they're they're really uh, they really are not taking this loss well. And him and his daughter are kind of taking the approach of well, we should learn from this, and you know, we should we should figure out like what we what we can you know what we can what we can gain from from the loss. And and they don't want any of it. They don't want to. They don't because you you get the sense that deep down they 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 might be insecure about the state of their own martial arts and so they're not they're not open to hearing re- what really happened in Thailand and uh, yeah because they always did stay yeah they, they were saying that oh the Thai box is so quick and stuff and you know and they're so ferocious like they know like the the Thai boxers are are very capable fighters and they just didn't want to admit it. And I think it's, it's, again, it's the concept of face, isn't there? It's just like, well, we can't throw the face of Chinese martial arts by admitting that they that they are uh, uh, capable fighters and, and challenging opponents and all that. And so, and, and Angela Mao's character, her whole, the whole thing that she's sort of doing is sort of trying to, trying to sort of, you know, figure out what went wrong and then synthesize that lesson into, into the, into, into Kung Fu. Um, and... And it's it's sort of the closed mindedness of the of the martial arts association that she's pitted against in the film, um, at least for the first half. Um, and that's one reason why I really liked her character is because she was a problem solver. She looked at everything from different angles to see what could be done to overcome what was um, what were their weaknesses instead of just you know cowering and just giving in she wanted to figure out everything that would make them triumphant the next time they went if they got another chance yeah no she definitely is looking at this as like an opportunity to learn um and and obviously you know that 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 sentiment isn't shared by a lot of the other people in town and then uh so so she does ultimately decide to go to thailand and 
when she does, she goes back to the school and out of the blue, there's these Japanese guys there that have just sort of set up, you know, they're basically there to make an offer. In in the dubs, they only offer her like 2% for each uh, student that they get. But I think in the, in the subs, I think it was closer to 20%, but I, I'm going by memory, so I could be wrong. Um, But I think there was a big gap in the numbers. Uh, But basically they say, look, we want to either buy or rent your school and then we'll give you a small cut of 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 the student's tuition and she tells them to go to hell she has her brother uh she tells her brother to escort them out and the fight breaks out and so there's this big fight between them and the karate guys and she ends up having to step in and she she like rip not rips but twists the foot of the of the of the lead japanese character and and so they they kind of limp off but then the martial arts association shows up and there's a big fight First between her and Sam Hung, which is an amazing fight. And then there's a fight between her and like two mooks. And then a guy who ends up picking up a spear and there's like a little spear exchange. And then there's a, another fight at the end of it where she has these posts that she was training on earlier in the movie in this really great sort of post training sequence. And, and the, uh, the, the, she has to fight this guy on the post. And, uh, and then she, 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 when she beats him, they, they, they go off and she goes to Thailand, uh, with her brother and they meet their contact there. And, um, and then the rest of the movie is sort of, uh, uh, them sort of learning about Thai boxing. Her brother has a fight with the Thai boxer and it's a draw. And then the, uh, the manager for the Thai fighter is upset and wants a rematch. And so they agree to have a, uh, uh, sort of another competition where there's two fighters and it's going to be her and her brother against against a couple of Thai fighters and they uh, they 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 win the Thai matches and the manager for the Thai side ends up uh, conniving uh, coming up with this plot to uh, to kidnap the daughter of their Thai contact. He takes her to these ancient ruins in Thailand and they have to go rescue her. And so they there's a big fight at the ruins and then they they uh, they they rescue her and then they go back to to hong kong and the japanese school has just decided to set up shop there anyways but they've also brought this guy who's like a westerner or something i don't know what country he's supposed to be from uh and and she has to fight all of them and then she fights the westerner and uh he he is uh he, he you know she she defeats him and he and he and he acknowledges the supremacy of of hong kong martial arts and then there's a, a dragon dance as the uh, as the as the people from the the martial arts association arrive and sort of uh, you know basically you know change their tune and say that she's she's actually pretty good and uh, and and so and that's pretty much the end of the movie so uh, we can, we can take each point each section in Thailand point by point I suppose. Um, what what did you guys think of the Thai boxing stuff? It was good. I mean, I, I've never done Thai boxing, and I know that you you have, so you probably have a better you know, insight into the accuracy of the movements and such. But I thought it was um, it looked like Thai boxing to me. I, I couldn't really say anything more about it. I mean, I think this was. I mean, we saw another movie. Duel was it Duel of Fists, Lady Chelphone? Yes. That that had yes. similar territory. I think this was much more authentic muay thai than that movie really yeah, okay i, I, I was gonna so. ask you that i think this looks i mean i'm going by memory and and maybe i'd have to see them back to back but i remember thinking during that movie that the movements looked a lot like i mean it, it wasn't 
super unauthentic. It's just that the, something didn't feel quite right about it. And this felt a little bit more authentic. They were still doing stuff that made it feel not 100% like proper Muay Thai, but I'm pretty sure these were real Muay Thai fighters they had in this movie. And that was, and definitely at the scene when they were at the box, the, the Muay Thai camp, those are real training methods they were using. Like that's like what you do if you go to a Muay Thai gym. The stuff with the two pads and all that stuff was all 100% like real Muay Thai. Um, so I, you know, I, I felt that they did is about as good as you would get with the 1970s movie. They still had to make it cinematic, but it was, uh, I thought pretty effective and pretty authentic. Um, but, uh, what did you, but what did you guys think of the whole, the whole story of, of like how she was able to sort of ultimately counter the Muay Thai? Did that, did that work for you? Did it feel, did it feel like it was kind of done quickly or what were your thoughts it's quite superficial to me actually it's just like well yeah the, the sort of counter they came from is okay so he's when, when they knee you three times in a row on the third knee you can break apart a bit and then do a spinning back kick on uh, to the chin and that will win you the fight and i was like well yeah that's true but you can't really rely on them doing the same sequence yeah. of kicks all the time can you so and that was like the one move they were relying on but and but yeah, one one thing that they did point out was that oh, that was really good was the whole learning the rules thing because yes. chi- yeah, the martial, Chinese martial arts don't really have the same rules as like Western boxing or Thai boxing, and mm. um, I, I think that was quite important because like not knowing the rules and it, it was a big part of sort of why they lost because they didn't know they could like clinch and like grip the rope and all that sort of things, which could have helped if they, yeah, if if only they were able to take advantage of it like they were. Yeah, I think knowing the rules is half the battle. If you know um, what you can do and what you can't do, that kind of sets you up better for success with the countering and everything. Because some of that, I think you kind of know what to do to counter. It's just that you're in a real-life situation and not a training one, so you have to take it as it comes. But if you know the rules and what you can do and what you can't do, you're you're 50% there at least. Yeah, because there was a scene earlier in the movie where Carter Wong, after he lost, he was smashing a a heavy bag on his stomach. He was raising it up with a rope and dropping it on his stomach. And that's actually Mm -hmm. not that. I mean, that's I would not advise anybody to do that. But like the but it's not that different from like the the heavy ball exercises that you would do where they would drop a a, not a heavy ball, um, a medicine ball on your uh, on your abs to to sort of get you accustomed to to the conditioning of being hit there. And I thought that, uh, you know, and his, his whole thing that he said to her was, you know, the, one of the reasons that he lost was because he, he wasn't, a, he just wasn't used to getting hit like that. Like all that, he, just, he needed to toughen up his, his stomach, basically. And so I thought that if they had gone more the route of focusing on conditioning, that would have been the thing that would have bridged the gap. Because really what they were saying the whole time they were in Thailand is these guys are professionals. They train every day. And, you know, like half of it is conditioning. Do you know what I mean? So obviously the thing that they need to do is condition themselves. And so I think that would have just been a much easier sort of remedy to, 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 to that they could have gone with from that scene. But, uh, but then she ended up listing off a bunch of things when she was watching the movie footage. And I mean, I thought that stuff all made sense. It just, I just thought that, you know, if they had just focused on the conditioning, it would have been a little bit more believable. Cause you know, ultimately Chinese martial arts and, um, yeah, even karate, uh, Japanese martial arts are all very form-based martial arts rather than um, contact 
face. Like you, you know, you, you can see from the Thai boxing practicing, like they had people sparring properly and they were probably going at it. They had like a ring set up for it. But you know, when you see all the uh, all the students in, in in the Hong Kong clubs practicing, they were doing forms with like a uh, someone sort of teaching them as as they were just going through the motions basically. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and when the karate people were doing it as well, it was almost also the same thing. Um, yeah, so and, and I think. Yeah, a little bit of the sort of the martial arts message here is that you can't just rely on forms to win. You need to get the practical experience. You have to get hit in the face a few times and get used to it before you can mm-hmm. actually win. Because uh, you know, ultimately, the Hong Kong martial arts clubs lost, and then the uh, the karate people lost, and only Angela Mao won because she decided to take take on the um, the sort of the MMA approach of take 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 the best parts of all martial arts and uh, <laughs> uh, and, and excel. Well, and if you in those training sequences, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't. I don't think they did this in the movie, but like typically at a gym like that, they would be training according to the rounds that they actually fight to. So like you would be in the ring with those pads, you know, for for a round, then go do something else for a round, then do you know, and it's all sort of cyclical around the round structure, so that you just get used to being you know active in that you know, uh, and and so I think uh, again, you know, I, I think um, you know. It's uh, it's just a very sort of practical sort of like fight the way you train, train the way you fight kind of thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, but I thought it was interesting because there was like a there was a there there was something a little bit Bruce Lee like about the the philosophy that this movie seemed to have, and there was also a the movie was sort of nationalistic like you get with a lot of these sort of rival martial arts things, but there was also like a a degree of humility underneath it that was different from a lot of them. And that was sort of like, it's, well, it's funny you say that because like, there was like, oh, I don't think there was any respect for the Japanese people at all, but they were like, but to, to the Thai people, they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. The Thai people, are, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're okay. But the Japanese people, nah. <laughs> well, I think that was settled in like the last six movies. That's why. But in the, in, in this one, they're, they're contending with the Muay Thai, but, uh, <laughs> But but I bet I think you know, but but it was definitely there. Like she like she's definitely her character is open to the idea that there are things that they can sort of. They have this whole discussion in there where they're talking about the state of martial arts in in kung fu, and and her argument is basically that we've been so uh, there's been so much infighting and we've been so secretive about all of our techniques. All of the really good techniques have been lost now, and and we have to we have to sort of expose ourselves to to these other styles to find our weaknesses so it was a you know it's a sort of very you know what works kind of approach um and uh but ultimately she still wants to sort of bring it into the style that she practices so um but yeah what about the uh what about the the fight choreography of the fights themselves though like the muay thai matches uh you know, was that, did you find that entertaining? Was it, was it less entertaining than the other fights? It was entertaining that it was something to be designed for the realism of it because, yeah, I, I can, I, and I understand the, what the reasons why they can't like have a bit of contact and the other foot, you know, going at full pelt towards your face. But 
yeah, it, it was a bit jarring to see like the, the, you know obviously the kick was still like half a feet away from from touching the anybody, and yet the person's acting like he just been kicked full <laughs> full blown and flying across the ring. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I, but I, I no, I, I thought the the other fi- the other parts of the fighting were pretty good. It's just uh sometimes it felt a bit light mm. or no contact at all. Yeah, I agree with Kenny. I I enjoyed the fight scenes. I just wish it were it looked like there was more contact yeah. than there actually was. And I guess that's a tricky one. I mean, did you feel that there was more contact in the other scenes than the Thai boxing scene? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, I wonder why that maybe it's because they were using Thai boxers and they weren't using stuntmen, so they had to hold back. I don't their... know. I'm wondering because it did look different. It did look like they were, um, th- you know, that they were the, the the contact wasn't as is 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 definite. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you maybe have to be more careful when it's not like you know the the nor- the crew that you're normally working with. Um, but uh, what about the uh, what about when they get back and the Japanese have control of the school? <laughs> um, why did they get a random white person? <laughs> I think so. I think the idea was I think he was sort of supposed to be like the big Westerner guy that was supposed to be like because they kind of had him fighting like a Frankenstein monster. Do you know what I mean he was yeah. kind of like he was kind of bulky and not terribly graceful? And so I think they were. Ju- I think it was just meant to like embody like a powerful foe that the, that they had recruited. Uh, though it also looked like he had some authority in that school, like the. The, the Japanese instructor sort of looked at him and he nodded as if he had some kind of seniority, I thought. so I above him in the hierarchy type yeah. thing, yeah. So I don't know what the deal was there, but uh, but he was an ugly, ugly guy. Like, he was, uh, he was, he was definitely uh, a striking fellow. It was George Yuri Kian. Yuri Kian? Uh, he started in two movies, the tournament as Boss and in Dynamo from 1978. <laughs> we'll have to make a point of checking out Dynamo at some point, um, unless it's like totally out of genre. Um, but it's uh, more impressive in Dynamo. Like here, he was like relatively clean shaven, like a mustache, but he had a proper full on like beard in Dynamo. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll have to check out. We need to learn more about this guy. But uh, but basically, he ends up being the, the 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 big bad that she has to fight at the very end, and uh, and and she ends up, you know, eventually uh, just through I think sheer volumes of kicks uh, defeating him, and 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 he and he ends up acknowledging that you know okay, kung fu is not so bad, and uh, well, it's just funny because he actually had to vocalize that you know to make sure the audience knows that he understands. He has to say, "Oh, Chinese martial arts are great indeed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but I don't know. I thought it was it, this movie had so like you had the you have the final boxing match, and then after that you have the kidnapping sequence at the Thai ruins, and then you have the the Japanese school sort of climax. So it just keeps having these endings. Um, what did you think of the the ruins scene where they where they where they rescue? Uh, I think what was her name, Ling Lin Ying or something? I, they did mention her name in the movie. Oh, I just thought of her as the daughter of the guy. <laughs> it's just like, like, uh, um, hey, 
free nudity scene <laughs> oh gratuitous nudity scene <laughs> yeah there 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 is there is a uh there, there there is there is some nudity in this scene so we, we should warn people of that um all, all, all three seconds <laughs> of uh a topless lady <laughs> and uh and 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 basically she and carter wong end up rescuing her and she and this is the daughter of their contact and uh and it's just sort of like a last basically the guy kidnaps her and says i want like half a million dollars to you know to give her back and then they get the crap beat out of him and uh but it was a nice location i mean those are beautiful ruins you know all these stupas and and everything um i don't know where it was exactly uh but uh, but it was very very uh, very good on camera. Was it filmed on site? I guess it must have been filmed. Like, that had yeah, that was definitely Thailand. Um, I think I, I think I, they must have filmed in Thailand because there were there were a lot of scenes that looked like they had to be in Thailand. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, you know that was that was the movie. Um, yeah, there were too many endings for me. I, where I thought it was going to end, it didn't end. And then it ended with the parade, which was kind of like, wait, is that really the end? Well, at least that's what I thought. It was kind of abrupt. I I don't know. I don't know where I even think it should have ended. But to me, there were like four endings. Yeah. The, the, the I, one... Oh, go ahead, Kenny. I was gonna say, like, I actually quite like the um, the parade ending, though. It was just like a, a nice little wrap up. Like, oh, the the, the martial arts, um, the, the, you know, the, the southern people from the martial arts association finally come around to see the errors of their ways, and they're doing like what essentially is like the low level grunt work of acting out the lion dancing for mm-hmm. for you know for the the reestablishing of, of the sect or whatever it was, and guarding with a plaque that says like a uh, uh, hero among women or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I think the one the if if I was to cut out one of the scenes, it would have probably been the one at the Thai ruins, only because that felt a little bit sort of added on, um, and 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 the and the fighting in that was sort of uh, it wasn't as memorable to me as some of the other fight scenes, like the the ones that uh, the ones very early on in the movie I think were the best, the ones at the uh, uh, at the school when you yeah. know she fights the Japanese guys and the martial arts association, and and I like the I like the final battle. Um, and that one wasn't bad, but I just felt like it was kind of, you know, the, the bad guy, like it w- it was sort of like an unnecessary step in the story for me. Um, but again, you know, I don't really mind cause I don't, you know, this is a movie that we just, you know, half the point is to sort of see the fights. So, um, <laughs> it wasn't like a huge deal. It's just, you know, if I, if I was going to gripe, that's something that I'd probably alter. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, I was how... say actually. Um, so about the fight scene in the school where, where she fights the karate people and the the martial arts association. I think that was a very good sort of demonstration of Angela Mao's like breadth of skill there. Yeah, uh, she demonstrated many different types of skills that you know the um her kicks, her punches. You know, she had a bit of weapon work thrown in there as well, and uh, also some balancing on on the uh, on the back. Three stops or whatever they were supposed the, to be. The poles, yeah, the, yeah. I like the poles. The poles I always like to see in the movies because I know it's difficult, but they make it look so easy um, to fight up on the poles. You know, the what is it, forty nine poles and in, in all, and half are high and half are low. So yeah, I enjoyed the pole scene. 
Yeah, that was that was really impressive, and especially when you realize that she's like balancing on these things as she's doing all of those moves, and the the I, I think I think you get the the showcase of her skills, especially early on with the kicking. Like I, you, you don't and you get to see like a wide range of kicks. You get to see a lot. Like she does a lot of these kicks where she kicks and she leaves her hip out and brings it back and kicks again without bringing her foot down. Which is which is a you know that that takes skill to do especially to keep the balance with that but also the spinning the spinning kicks she has a variety of spinning kicks that are I think tremendously impressive and and also just the I don't know just the 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 ferocity of her attacks in these like the everything from the expression to the to the uh, to the speed of her movement uh, it's you know this is it's 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 really entertaining on the screen. And uh, and I, I think this is one of the better movies to watch just to get a sense of what what she can do, um, because you get a really full sense of her of her of, of her skill set and also her physicality. Um, and and there were I mean, and, and, and there are some scenes where it looks like the scenes where they did like 18 flips. I'm assuming that was a stunt person. But at one point you see her do at least one flip on her own and they don't break the shot. Um so that that was something I was sort of I I was a little surprised by when I first saw it. Yeah, that was a, that, the strange flip scene. There was a bit out of place for me. It's like I don't know why why were they then practice flipping in the same spot ten times in a row? But yeah, that was pretty wow. impressive looking at least. <laughs> It was I don't know, but it looked it looked incredibly like I've seen people do that at like circus acts, and that's about it. I've never, you know, that's a. It's, I think it takes tremendous focus to be able to to master that. So you think if you're gonna flip, you're gonna practice flipping so that you can get out of the way, not all in the well, same spot. When I when I did Taekwondo, they had the people that were getting their second degree have to learn how to do a backflip and i don't know why that was i don't know if there was you know i i i I, I never got that high so i don't know why they had to do it i imagine it was probably either a belt testing requirement or just something they wanted for demo purposes but uh but for a lot of the demonstration stuff you have to you know you you know i think i think there's a there's some of these more acrobatic things that you learn um but either way, I mean, it's an, it's an impressive display of what the human body is capable of is the way I tend to look at this stuff. Uh, you know, even if it's not necessarily something you would, you know, see in a, in a, in a practical fight situation. Um, but I don't know. Then you look at someone like Jackie Chan, who's just like the embodiment of nimbleness. And you can sort of see how, like, if you were that skilled and well-rounded, you could use it to avoid all kinds of injuries in a variety of situations so i don't know um but uh but yeah so i don't know any other thoughts on the movie yeah i think you know the i mentioned earlier that the kidnapping scene like i i think yeah this movie sort of showcases the strong woman aspect really well you know that she's not just uh physically capable she also has the smarts and the foresight um, to be a big decision maker, and uh, but then you also have like someone who's just there for the sake of being kidnapped. You have the the new shop owner's daughter at the beginning, and then you also have the um, the Thai guy's daughter at the end. And it's just like I don't know. It's just kind of weird how they had to 
put the damsel in distress uh, role in the movie either way just to have it there yeah I think, well, no, I, oh go ahead go ahead i was just going to say that this was a really good movie um to end the month on of uh, she was very strong not just physically but mentally also and um she kicked ass not just physically but also mentally with her problem solving skills so i think it was really a good good movie to end the month on yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that and uh, i should also mention too there is there's another point in the movie that is relevant to to muay thai where they do mention that women aren't allowed to fight in the ring or to participate yeah. and and they they do acknowledge that as one of the rules and they they work around it um so you know just so and it's not something that they just hand wave um though i'm not 100 percent clear what the workaround was um but uh, do you think they thought she was a boy with n- the short hair and i don't think so i don't think so i mean it's like it's like a it's a really big rule it's not like a minor rule so um uh i think that uh i i i think they might they must have found some sort of weird workaround for it like maybe it wasn't an official technically a match it was maybe maybe it was just like an exhibition of uh well it also has to do with the ring like i don't think that women are allowed to enter the ring there's like there's like it's it's like considered like a like almost like a sacred space um and there's i i like i i don't know i just know that there are rules and and it's uh uh and 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 that was what they were kind of referring to when that happened um but but yeah they must it must have been like a non-official and obviously they ha- now they have female Thai boxers, but I mean back then this would have been I don't think that that it it would have been a it would have been a much bigger deal back then than it is now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, um, but yeah, so so anyways, the name of the movie is uh, the tournament. It's a 1974 film. And it stars Angela Mao, Carter Wong. Sammo Hung has a has a, a notable role in it. He's not a, a main character, but he has a very notable role. And his fingerprints are all over the fight choreography. I think. Um, what are we? Do we know what we're doing next week? By the way, is that uh, Ashes of Time? We're doing Ashes of Time. Okay, so we'll talk about it after the podcast to confirm. But uh, it looks like we're doing. Are you sure it's Ashes of Time? Or did we move that one? I think I thought we were doing Hero next week for some reason, but I could be wrong. Hero is what we have. It's uh, April. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we've been shuffling our movies, so it's uh, yeah. But, okay. Uh, I lost but, track. So so next month we're gonna start with Hero, and then I think we're gonna do House of Flying Daggers and Curse of the Golden Flower, and then we're gonna end with Painted Skin Resurrection, and uh, and so you know uh, I'm look I'm looking forward to that. Cause it, these are movies that we've kind of I've sort of very badly overlooked in a lot of these things and so they're they're obviously uh films that we should we probably should have covered a while ago um and and yeah so uh we will be back on and we will talk to you later